season three, episode one. Oh, welcome to the TDWG podcast. My name is Paul Davidson. And I am Scott Norman, and we have special guest with us today, Miss Linda Priggle. Welcome. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yes, and so today we're actually going to talk about our COVID experiences. All three of us have had COVID-19. And we survived. Yes, we survived. And we realized the first week back at school, whenever we were just doing our teacher meetings, that uh, people, one, were treating us like leopards, which is understandable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then two, uh, you have a COVID story. You yeah. have the story about how you got it and then what it was like having it. So we figured we might as well share with all of you our COVID stories. And yeah, our students have been asking as well. I don't know about you, but in class, every time a student finds out that that's true, they're like, wait, what? How was it? You know, so and then you gotta we're go it, in the whole rigmarole of everything, getting it all out of the way here. And we decided this time we're going to go chronologically. Mm-hmm. And I believe Miss Linda was the first one of the three of us to have COVID nineteen. I think I was. <laughs> so you started, started the trend yes, here. Yes, yes. So tell us about it. How did how did this happen here? What? Well, one of my college students was at a party, and um, there was a student from the University of Missouri at that party who had come from Quincy, Illinois, visiting a friend from the University of Missouri, Mm -hmm. and that's where that person got it. So on her way to the lake of, um, well, Norfolk Lake, that young lady started feeling bad. And she decided that it's, well, it was my daughter's birthday, okay? So Mm -hmm. they were coming to celebrate my daughter Mm -hmm. Alexa's birthday. And so um, she decided to come on because, you know, it didn't matter that she was feeling bad. They're in college. They don't care when they're feeling bad. Yeah, they're young and invincible. (laughs) They are invincible. So she came on, and apparently she gave it to, like, all 13 people there. (laughs) Yeah, just to show you how contagious it is. It is very contagious. Yes, it is. And so um, that young lady left, and then um, my daughter came home. And she wasn't aware that she was really tired for some reason. <laughs> she just thought she was really tired from her birthday party. And yeah. so, so was living at the house with all of us. And we get the call about Friday afternoon that that young lady had tested positive. The one that had visited the friend in Quincy that had COVID. Yeah. So now it's time for the tests. Then. <laughs> right, right. So um, my daughter goes and gets a test and some of the other people. And it's a rapid test. And we find out about 6.30 on a Friday evening. But she was exposed on Monday. So, you know, uh-huh. so it's it's been like five days. So yeah. Living in the house for like five days. So, <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, of course, so I'm like, I'm like, man, I've got a runny nose. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got a runny nose. So, I've, you know, so um, after she tested positive about 630 Friday, I decide to go ahead and get tested also the next day. And did um, they give you a rapid test? I'm they did. Curious. Yeah, okay. they did because they gave me the slow one. As I'm a say, lot the, of your viewers by, will by know. By the time I got, by the time we got to it, we, they weren't, uh, not everybody was allowed to take a rapid right, test. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, because I was early on, guys. This is June, okay? This is June. And so, yeah, they went ahead. They weren't going to give me a rapid test, but uh-huh. I did share with them. We had about 35 students from Portiesville School District over at our house to swim uh, on Thursday. <laughs> on Thursday. And um, so my daughter, Jessica, was also experiencing the same runny nose that I was experiencing. So I called the nurse practitioner. I was like, I really think I better get a rapid test because uh, we, need we to had know 35 now. people yeah. at we our might, house. We might, we might have a mega spread event on have, our hands. We yeah. might have. So that was kind of crazy, but anyway. So that's how I contracted it, through a college daughter, and then, um, yep. 
All right, and so and then how how did you feel? Like, yeah, actually, how, you left out the most my favorite part of your entire story, where your husband just disappeared. Like just as soon as he heard the whip right, of COVID, yes, right. just vamoose. Oh, you know that story. Okay, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So the next day when we are getting tested, he decides to go get tested as well. But me and Jessica drive in a different vehicle over to Papa Bluff to get tested uh-huh. because he is scared that he will get it right. And so, I mean, rightfully so, I guess. Yeah, I guess is, he's scared. It's, it's, he's yeah. really worried that he's going to die from COVID. Okay. <laughs> and so we laugh about it now. But, you know, yeah. at the time, at the time at it was the actually time, scary. We were the first, you know, people our age in this community that knew yeah. that, had, that we had had it. So, so yeah, he does. He decides that after we've tested positive, that he is not going to live at our house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My husband moves into a hotel. And, he, and then and then he comes by. He'll bring us food every now and again, right? But uh, he comes by, and then he's like, when do you think I can move back in? And then I'm like, hey, you're the one who moved out. Yeah. I, I don't know. What, what do you, what is your, Four, what do you think? Yeah. Four, 14 days. Uh, hey, that's a good sign that he wanted to move back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not that bad of a person. I don't think that was the problem. But he was a little bit nervous about yeah. it. Yeah, he was just nervous about it. But no, I just had a runny nose for three days. I had a stuffy nose for three days. And then I do think the fatigue was real. I, I started feeling really tired like Sunday. I started experiencing my first runny nose Thursday. By Sunday, I was tired. I was like, you know, I'm tired. So I would just sleep, you know, and yeah. get up. And Did you, on the? I'm just curious, on the back end, did mm-hmm. you have the taste thing? Oh, yes. Right. I lost my sense of taste and smell for about 10 days. Yeah. For about okay. 10 days. Yeah. So, so anyway, that was... That was crazy, but other than that, I did really well with it. So, so yours yours was more about the the chaos of all the activity and the like. Wait, where did this come from? Where has it gone? All of that it happening was. in the middle of the summer. It was, and being, it was like the very beginning of yeah, all being right at the start of all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And calling my boss to explain to him how he might want to shut down all the <laughs> athletics of Portland School because. We've had 35 students at our house. Yeah. Now, we, we want to clarify very loud and clear. This was way back in June. This, this was is, June of this, 2020. This is, not, this is not recently. Everyone has since been cleared of it. Everyone is okay. Right. This is not something that happened in the last week. It was long before everything was cleared to come back to school. Everybody was okay from it. They so were. just clarifying that, if you didn't hear that earlier and you are now worried about it, everything is all clear. And I think chronologically that brings us to me. I think mm-hmm. I was the second person to get it. Um, we had uh, we'd been following it a lot in looking at it because my my grandmother actually had surgery on her knee, and so they were super worried about it. And so my grandparents were like in hiding, and we were like, well, you know, I don't, I, you know, it's not really around here yet because it was still relatively early. Um, and we were hanging out with some family friends of ours who had just found out they were pregnant. And uh, so they're like, hey, come with us. We're going to drive over to East Prairie and, and have a meal you know, at this restaurant there and everything, which, once again, all clear. This is a long time ago. <laughs> um, and so we rode in the car with this couple to go eat. And as we're sitting there, I didn't put this together until later, I'm having a conversa- conversation with this guy. And he goes, man, like, this food just doesn't taste right. <laughs> and at the time, I'm like, man, because he and I ordered the same thing. I was like, man, my taste great. Like, this is good. Did not click at all that there was something wrong with his taste. Um, and uh, so we ride 45 minutes back and 
two days later, my wife and I wake up in the morning. We're like, man, we just don't feel good. And we let we accidentally left the fan on, like the ceiling fan in our room. We're like, maybe we're just stuffy because we left the ceiling fan on, you know, allergies or something. And uh, we actually got up and we went to church. But thankfully, we were late. So we just snuck in the back and didn't like shake hands or anything. We snuck in the back. And our son, who is one year old, uh, our large son as we tend to refer him, uh, he was just being really fussy that day. And so we were like, okay, we just need to leave. We're just causing a ruckus. We're just going to sneak right back out. So we snuck out. And thankfully, yeah. that happened because it uh, turns out throughout the day, it just got worse and worse and worse mm. and worse. And finally, the next day, we were like, okay, we should probably get tested for this because my wife is a nurse and uh, she so had, she qualifies for rapid she, testing yeah now. she qualified for <laughs> rapid testing so I actually got tested first because I had a fever I had like a really bad headache like I just I felt really miserable it was kind of like a bad flu um, and I was like oh man this just sounds too much like it so I went and got tested and then uh, she talked to her work and everything and and it was kind of, you know, she's a nurse. It was like, okay, you know, maybe you should get tested. So she goes in and gets the rapid test that same day, but later that day. So 20 minutes later, as she's driving home, we get the phone call. Hey. Don't come to work. Don't come to work. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't come back. Yeah, so we, you have COVID. And I was like, that means I have COVID because I have more symptoms than you do. Uh. And so for about four days, it felt like a bad flu. Now, I, I will say I've had the flu worse than this felt, right. but this was different in a lot of ways. Like when I had the flu, I was dizzy, had the head stuff, but this, it kind of, there was a lot of like, I got up to just try and mow the lawn, which isn't hard. You know, I have push mower, but it's not difficult. I never have trouble with it. And I just did a little bit of it and I was like, like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I am winded, I am exhausted. And so uh, we got one of those little, those little blood oxygen uh, thing yeah. to put on your finger just in case. Right. And we were yeah. fine. We never yeah. got below even like 95. Right. But it was one of those things where like it really knocked both of us out. Um, so if you stalk me on Facebook, you can find a picture of me and my wife and my son all sitting in separate lazy boy chair. Well, his is, I don't know what it is. It's a little <laughs> It's like chair. a rocker thing. Yeah, it's a little rocker chair. And all sitting there with our blankets pulled up because we thought it was a funny <laughs> picture. Um, but... Uh, that was on her birthday, wasn't it? Yes, it was her birthday. So yes, my wife had yeah. COVID and we were quarantined for two weeks over oh, her birthday. Yeah. So for her birthday, it was, uh, her birthday was like right on probably like day four before I started feeling a lot better. But day four was also when we started realizing we could taste and smell nothing. Right. The first way we realized that we could taste and smell nothing is that my son, uh, you know, relieved himself in his drawers. Um, and so we usually can smell it. You walk in the room and you're like, oh, I need to change his diaper. You know, instead he's walking around and everything. And I'm like, you know, I haven't checked his diaper in, you know, probably a half hour, you know, I have no idea. And it's loaded. <laughs> and I was like, neither one of us smelled that. Whoa. Like that's weird. That is weird. So then for her birthday, we're like, oh, here, you don't have to cook something. Let's order a pizza because it's contactless. They can drop it off. And we told them when we ordered it, like, just leave it, you know, leave it out on the driveway. <laughs> we'll pay on the app, all that kind of stuff. But they drop off the pizza. We go out and get it. And we bite into the pizza. And the way that we described it, it's like eating solid water. Like, it had no flavor at all. It had texture, but that's it. And we're like, this is, this is strange. <laughs> um, so we actually did a taste test against each other where we 
like wore a mask and then the other person picked out three things from our kitchen for the other person to taste, I won because I could taste mashed potatoes for some weird reason. Uh. That was the only thing I could taste. I could taste mashed potatoes and cheese. Uh, so, yeah, my experience was that, and we had to then quarantine. You know, we're locked in a house for two weeks. Um, and uh, I don't do well with that. I'm a hyper extrovert. I like being around people. So that was rough, <laughs> like sitting there in your house and like just being in your house in your yard for that long was, was really rough. But it was especially, like we were trying especially hard to stick to all those rules because my grandparents are very much in the risk zone. Like sure. they, they are the folks that you really need to be worried about. And we're like, we cannot pass it. And her family as well. We're like, we cannot pass it to our family. Like, we can't do this. Um, so that was it. That was our story. And uh, thankfully, once again, that was way back in the summer. So I was like, hey, the good thing is I've had it now. Amen. I've had it. <laughs> I've had it. And, ho- well. and hopefully the 90-day the immunity thing is uh, a minimum. Is a minimum. Yeah, I will throw out there. I have actually been looking into it a lot. Uh, and what they are starting to say now, there's still some dispute about it, but what they are starting to say now is that after 90 days, your antibodies start to dissipate, but your body's ability to produce those antibodies is still there. So yes. you can still right. you can still work on it. Uh, so in other words... Uh, we should, Lord willing, we should be good. Uh, but the other cool thing is you can't transport it as well. Like, so you can't, like, you can't get it and pass it if you've already had it right. near as well. But uh, double check the CDC, that <laughs> stuff, for real. If you're listening like, to this in two everything, weeks. Everything's still changing as yeah. we know it. So If you listen to this in two weeks, all the data might be different. So look it up. All right, and that brings it to me, the final, the final person that had it. And I never actually officially got diagnosed. My wife did, and I was stuck beside her and I ended up getting extremely sick so I probably had it. Yeah, we're going to so, go ahead and say you yeah, had I it. definitely <laughs> had it. So, mine actually uh start mine is actually at the very end of July, beginning of August is whenever I had it. In fact, right whenever we got back to school us having our back to school teacher meetings was that mm-hmm. first week that I was allowed out of quarantine from having it. Yeah. Uh in fact, I got tested the day of um Mr. Massey and his wife's wedding because we were supposed to go to that, but we got forced into quarantine and could oh, not go. Okay. Uh, and luckily we did because yeah, we didn't get our results back in pretty fast. Yeah. So uh, I, I work at the Delta Center during the summer, and one of the people that I work close to in my department uh, ended up getting tested, and we were waiting for her results to come back, and they hadn't come back yet. And if she had tested positive, the USDA and the University of Missouri, since we worked so close together, was going to force everybody in our little pod to go get tested to see if they needed to start seeing if more and more people at the center had it. Mm -hmm. And so we were waiting for her to get her test results back. And our neighbor uh, had went out on a trip and everybody on her trip had got tested positive. Uh, but she hadn't told us that she had tested positive or not. And she was just going around, walking around all willy-nilly like nothing was wrong. <laughs> that Wednesday of that week, so that would have been like the 29th of mm-hmm. July, uh, just for about five minutes, she was walking her dog. We were out in the front yard just kind of enjoying the day, the evening. We talked to her for about three minutes maybe outside, and we were like, we were we were not within social distance guidelines, but we figured we are outside. We're perfectly fine. Yeah. The next day, my wife finds out that she te- uh, that she tested positive through another source that she had it, uh-huh. and she never told us that she tested positive. And my wife starts freaking out because you know we have a uh, we have a newborn. Uh, he's he was at this point in time maybe five months, maybe four mm-hmm. months old at that point. Yeah, four months old, about to be five months old. And so we decided to start wearing masks around him as soon as we found out. 
and uh, we went and got tested that Friday morning. I came home from work uh, at the Delta Center. I took a half a day and came straight home. We debated whether or not we should get tested. We finally were like, all right, let's go get tested because she had a sore throat and she was feeling some of the symptoms. And I was, and I was like, I might as well just get tested just because, like, I'm if the coworker tested positive, I need to. If you test positive, I need to make sure. Yeah. At the Delta Center. Well, we go and get tested that Friday. She just continues to have kind of a sore throat and whatnot. We take each other's temperatures constantly. We never crack a fever. Throughout this whole process, I never cracked a fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, I'm the only fever one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and when we finally get the results back on Tuesday, when the health department calls my wife to inform her that she has COVID, uh, we got it from... Uh, we went and got tested at urgent care in Sykeston. They never called us with our results. They never called me and told me I was negative because I tested negative originally. Yeah, because you because you tested so early. Yeah, right. yeah. And then my wife ended up testing positive, and so we find all uh, out about that. So we continued to quarantine. She just continued to say that she felt like when she normally has a cold, just a little bit worse uh-huh. and whatnot. And I hadn't really started feeling it until about, I'd say Wednesday of that week after I got tested is mm-hmm. whenever I started to feel the symptoms, but they weren't super, super, super bad by that point until that Friday came around. I do not remember that weekend from Friday to about Sunday at all. Wow. I don't remember it at all. Apparently I slept most of the day Saturday uh-huh. I was super pale to the point where my wife almost took me to the doctor on Sunday. And all I really ever had is that I felt like it was hard for me to breathe. Yeah. But most of the time whenever I get a cold, because I back when I was like in, I think, like 7th or 8th grade, I had walking pneumonia for a very long time. And so mm-hmm. I just have things like mucus collect in my lungs whenever I get a cold anyway. And so uh-huh. that's just how I'm normally used to doing it and hacking stuff up. I just felt like I had like... Pneumonia, had had that. I had mm-hmm. junk in my lungs, and that's the only symptom I ever felt. And I was out of it for two days. I cannot remember a single thing. I was pale as a ghost, according to my wife. And yeah, I like I don't want to have it again because yeah. I'm afraid yeah. what will happen if I catch it again. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the deal. Is like. Uh, for you, it was one symptom, but then, like, the other symptom was it just completely knocked you out. And that's the thing, like, three different stories, three completely different <laughs> symptom sets, yeah. for the most part, all COVID, which is why this thing is such a weird virus. Like, it attacks always, it's attacking the respiratory system. Mm-hmm. But, like, just how it manifests itself differently. The other thing, just thrown out there, the reason that we wear these masks, yes, a lot of people are annoyed by them, myself included. Like, I understand it's annoying, but if... You know, people had known and been wearing masks in the mm-hmm. situation you described, having a conversation, walking a dog, probably wouldn't have transmitted. Nope. And so that's why it's important, even though it does seem annoying, it can literally save people's lives and save people from passing this bug around. Um, so as we are kind of like, you know, we finished up our stories here, but do you guys have kind of a word for as we're going forward here? We've been super blessed um, in that. You know, we're here, we're doing school and all this, and people are following the regulations. We're cleaning in between every class, we're doing all this stuff, um, and that's been good. But I know people are getting annoyed by it. Do you guys have a word as far as, from your experience, as far as, like, uh, why you should keep following the CDC's directions for now? Why we should keep following them? Yes. Uh, 
I, I go back to what I said. I do not want to have that again because I have no idea how it would like. That's the scary thing about this thing. Uh-huh. Some people, it's per, you're per, you come through the thing perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Some people don't even even show any symptoms at all. They're completely asymptomatic. But there are those unlucky few that mm-hmm. you just end up landing on double zero uh, green on the roulette wheel, and it seriously messes you up. Yeah. And for those people, and the fact that it's so random whenever that that hits Mm -hmm. that's the reason why you need to continue these procedures and whatnot until and plus it was just these procedures in any other time like this is what we probably need to be doing during flu season to begin with (laughs) so these are things that probably need to stay in order for us to avoid uh these types of disease or these types of sicknesses and illnesses from proliferating there i finally got it out Uh, (laughs) anyway so yeah we need to continue to do that just because it's good and solid Hygiene. Hygiene. Yeah, and, you know, be careful with this stuff. Uh, understand that when we as teachers are telling you, yes, we have to clean every desk, be very careful about it. Yes, you have to keep your mask on. We're doing it because we care about you guys and we care about the community. And that's why, as a school, we are doing all of these precautions and why all these things are happening and why we have to have reduced numbers at games and all these things. I know a lot of people are kind of, like I said, getting annoyed with it, but it's for a reason. Like, we're doing this because we're trying to keep people safe. Um, so, we we survived it, though. We survived it. We survived <laughs> it. Even though we're you here. went out of the bunker. I, I, I did. You, oh, yeah, we you, have to clarify. Yeah, you're the one who brought it into the bunker to begin with. <laughs> if you guys you opened go... that door, and I was like, I guess I better just go home and check on my wife and child, and then I almost died. Thank if, you, Norm. If we, if we have to, if you have not listened to back at the last, the last podcast of the summer was one where we discussed... Our last episode. <laughs> yeah, our last episode before this one. Uh, we had been in the bunker. Go back and listen if you want to know. And uh, Mr. Davidson informed you all, listeners, that I had left the bunker. I was quarantined. Yeah, <laughs> I was... That is the reason why. <laughs> all right, but yes, uh, I guess that's the end of this episode. Uh, if you uh, enjoyed Miss Linda being on here, uh, hopefully she could be willing enough to come on for a more regular, normal episode where Absolutely. the students will ask fun. you suggestions and yeah. fun jazz. Yeah, good times, guys. We'll good. talk math and other student suggestions with you next oh, time. That's super. Yeah, we'll talk your teaching career because you actually have a very interesting teaching career. Oh, yeah, good. that's you good. actually Thank taught you. me math. Right, I was thinking that when you said. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. whenever you were talking what? about your pneumonia in yeah. seventh and eighth grade, I was like, oh, I was yeah, a teacher. He had that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep, we definitely yeah. need another podcast because I want to hear these stories. But yeah, uh, right. so yeah, we'll bring Miss Linda on again so y'all can have a proper suggestion episode with her. But until next time, my name's been Paul Davidson. My name is Lord Willing Willoughby. Scott Norman. And we've been the TDWG Podcast.